Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Conversations with God, where we offer spiritual food to the everyday person. I'm so glad you all decided to tune in today. I have a special one that I believe the Lord kind of laid on my heart. Um, Yes, I think it's going to be a good one today. So... First of all, I hope everyone is having a beautiful day. Um, this is a holiday. I believe it is President's Day. I don't really keep up with it too often, but I know that I didn't have to work today, so I knew it was a holiday, right? So, today, I wanted to come on here and talk about being a disciple of Jesus Christ. So, this thing kind of came to me um, Sunday, yesterday morning, it's Monday now, so yeah, yesterday morning during Sunday school, and our lesson was talking about, the topic was the cost of discipleship, and when I tell you, I teach Sunday school, right, so when I tell you, as I'm teaching it, the Lord was really teaching me the holy spirit was teaching me and it is a big deal you know as a christian as a jesus follower who believes in the word of god you believe the word 100 and you know you spend time with god daily you read his word you pray and it's like you know he begins to feed you you know that word everything begins to take root in your spirit you know it's so important for us to read on a daily basis because we need this information to survive we need scripture we need to hear the promises of god we need to hear people's testimony and stuff because it helps us make it through this life and it's so important for us to share the gospel because it is food it is spiritual food that we need to survive because without it we will perish the bible even says we perish for the lack of knowledge and it is so crucial for us to to not only take it in but to share it with someone else who may be going through something similar that you're going through and so it spoke to my heart like you know the cost of it like discipling is so important and it's necessary but there is a cost to it you know you know you are called to sacrifice something you know when you are doing the work of the lord it's not going to be easy first and foremost because when jesus you know preached to the multitudes it was not easy for him to do it you know i feel like you know, he it ended up turning him turning into something bad. Like he ended up getting crucified because it all started with him helping people, healing the sick, and you know, healing the blind. It started with that, and then people didn't know how to receive that. And You know, it's so crazy when you think about it. He was helping people. Like, you see people not in the same situation anymore. You see them rejoicing. You see them happy. And people don't know how to... They don't know how to understand it. And then they want to bash it. And then he ended up getting crucified. Even when you think about it, you be like, Lord, this didn't even make sense. Like, 
you get crucified for doing something good, like, <laughs> people don't, people understand. I feel like that's what jealousy came in, especially when it came to the Pharisees. They didn't like the fact that this man was healing, healing the sick and the blind, and they was rejoicing and, you know, worshiping him and stuff. And they didn't like the fact, because it wasn't even them. And I feel like that happens to us when we go forth and we speak the word of God we encourage people we um you know we're actually being disciples and people don't know how to receive that sometimes when they see that you're doing good and they see that you're trying to help people and a lot of people get jealous of it I guess and that's something I don't understand like it's something that you can do as well you can go forth and help people too but you have people that don't understand your kindness people don't understand that you want to help somebody else and they end up talking about you and bashing you and stuff when you really just trying to do good but that is the cost of it you know like your name will may be tarnished you people may talk about you you may be crucified in a sense because you are doing the work of the lord and not everybody going to receive you like you think they will like first and foremost your family they know you and they know how you used to be they know what you used to do and all the other stuff but they don't see maybe you just got saved or that you're a new creature and you've been walking with the lord for three four years and stuff and they just remember that old person and a lot of people want to bring that back up you know and that was the cost of it though. the cost was you have to sacrifice your life to do the will of God. And, you know, just thinking about it, it's like, but it's worth it at the same time because you know that you're doing something that God is for. You know that you're doing what you are called to do. You know that there is um, a purpose for the pain that you may experience when, when people are sending you messages like, you know, I... I don't know what they'll say, but, you know, when people maybe send you hate messages or something, talking about you or whatever, but they don't understand that, first of all, they don't understand the message you're trying to do. They don't understand that Jesus has called you to do this. They don't understand that you are trying to up, uplift, build up the kingdom of God and... And not everybody is going to be for you when you do it. When you step out and be like, do what you were supposed to do, especially when it comes to spreading the gospel, you will not be received all the time. You will not, um, it, it won't always be peaches and cream, you know. And I think that's part of our fear, too, at the same time. Like, we fear, we fear what could happen. We fear the fact that we have to step out of our comfort zone. We we are stepping into the unknown. You know, we don't know how it's going to turn out. Because first of all, we have to go on faith on this thing. Because it's not us. It's God that has to do it. And we fear it because we'll be, we won't be in control. And we love to be in control. Like, I'm going to speak for myself. I love to be in control. I love to know what I'm doing, you know, what's going to happen, how to plan for it. You know, that's me. Like, I want to know what's going to happen. And then me, I sit here 
and think about it so much to where like okay if I do it this way this could happen if I do it this way that could happen and I sit here and play the whole scenarios in my head before I even move sometimes like I can be that cautious sometimes I can just go and then let things happen and let it be but most of the time it's like okay no I just don't think this is gonna be right and then I watch people I'm very observant. I watch people and I see what worked for them and what didn't work for them. If I see that this didn't work for them, I'm not going to do it. If I see that this working, I may try it first and then at the same time, I have to learn how to be me because I can't. What worked for them won't always work for me. So it's like this little slippery slope type of thing. But, you know, when it just comes to, when it comes to being a disciple for Jesus Christ, there's a cause to it, but then there's also reward because God says he will never leave you for or forsake you. He said he will be right there every step of the way, and I believe that 100%, even though I know that it's scary, even though I am fearing the worst, I know that God is right there. And... You know, sometimes I posted something on Instagram, on my social media and stuff about we got to press, press past our fears. We have to press past our fears because our fears is what stop us the most. Like we fear like we fear the unknown. We fear what people may say and what people may think and do and stuff. But when you are doing what the Lord called you to do he will make provision for you he will take care of you he will have that ram in the bush as as most people say he will have that ram in the bush and you know he will take care of you and I have seen it time and time again where he has taken care of me and you know and that's part of my testimony like I know when there's moments where I didn't have any money or whatever and it was like I was taken care of until I got paid or somebody gave me money it always something that happened and you know there's a lot of sayings that God will blow your mind and then even his word he says that he will bless you exceedingly abundantly more than what you can ever think or ask he will do that and I've seen that happen. Like, I remember I sacrificed a lot when um, I say when I got saved because I was raised in the church. But I really wasn't saved until 2016. And the Lord, you know, he wrecked me and he made me a new creature. Like, I remember I was going through, I was going through so much and I didn't understand it. I didn't understand what I was going through. And I really was like losing my mind. And I threw away everything. I dropped out of school. It was just, I gave up a lot of stuff because I really was searching him. I wanted him more at that time in my life. And I just remember hearing the voice said, leave everything and follow me. And I did that. And when I tell y'all, he took me through so much. And he said I went through spiritual surgery. Like, literally, like, y'all spiritual surgery this is what it was it was like I was under anesthesia the whole time I was going through 
And he was just purging me and taking out all this worldly stuff that was in me. He was, you know, he was cleansing me from the inside out. And I would just, I would never forget that experience I had. But that's what he had said to me, that I was going through spiritual surgery. He was purging me. And, you know, ever since then, I have never been the same person. Never been the same person. And like I said, I remember giving away a lot of my stuff, a lot of my clothes. I used to shop so much. And it was a, it really was a problem because it, it hindered my finances. And now I really don't shop as much. It, if anything, I'm still giving away clothes because I feel like I, I don't know. I give away clothes and then I just find more clothes. And I'm like, man, where all these clothes coming from? But I really don't shop like that. And then I gave away a lot of my purses and handbags. And then... I start going to this new church, um, and this lady, she's like a mama, a mama to me and stuff. I start going to this church. Um, this was a couple years later after I say I got saved, and um, I went to her house and stuff. And she said, "I see you like purses and stuff." And I just had that same one I used to carry all the time, and I really wasn't changing them out like I was. But she said, "I see that you like purses, carry like the big handbags and stuff." Cause I do, I carry a lot of stuff in my handbags, so I get the big ones. I like the big handbags. And I'm thinking this lady, um, my um church member family I guess you could say but anyways I went to her house and um I'm thinking she said I got some purses for you that I want to give to you and I went to her house and she's like 60 something years old but she's like one of those young and trendy type of people like when you see her she don't look 66 at all she maybe look 40 something but she is like up to date she don't wear like the hats all the time and the two-piece suits like she's very you know trendy and i'm young and like we would dress the same kind of but it doesn't look weird on her that makes sense anyways i went to her house and she gave me these purses and I'm thinking, oh, she's going to give me these purses that's, like, the ones that kind of, like, I already had no name brand or anything like that. They was, like, those little they little purses and stuff that looks, they cute and trendy, kind of. But, no, she had Michael Kors handbags, Gucci handbags. And she gave me, like, three Michael Kors purses. And then, um... A Gucci purse and I'm like oh my god and I'm sitting here about to cry because I was like I was thinking when you said you was giving me the purses and stuff I'm thinking you're going to give me like you know everybody know them little grandma purses I don't mean to say it like that but it, everybody has a grandma or whatever and they had them little them little grandma person change purses or something they have like four or five pockets and stuff like that and but no, she has these type of persons and she loves like Gucci and Michael Kors and Louis Vuitton, those type of things. And this was what she pulled out and I'm like, oh my gosh. And when I said God will do a seedily abundantly more than what you asked, when I made that sacrifice years ago, when I gave away my stuff and you know, 
I cleaned out my closets and everything. Got rid of a lot of stuff that was just, I didn't need or anything. And then I come to her house that day and she give me, she give me like four handbags and stuff that she don't use. Name brand and that, and that's like better than what I had before. And when I tell you God would do that, and I, it's my testimony, it's the truth, like he would do it. And it's something that I have to remember when I go through certain things or when I talk to people. And, you know, sometimes I get in this mode where it's like, okay, my purpose and am I really doing the will of God right now? Am I telling people really about Jesus? And sometimes it's so easy to get away from that. But you have to tell people sometimes that Jesus will do it for you you know you are supposed to encourage people you are supposed to tell the word you know push past your fears and be led by the spirit and God will provide for you and he just when I came out of all that stuff I went through and he like made me a new creature and then you know I got back a lot of stuff well not really got back but I got better stuff after all of that and it's like it was worth it and it's still worth it to this day of the sacrifices that I made for him and you know I want to continue to grow and pursue him and I want to encourage everyone to grow and pursue him as well because he is the source of your being like he is the reason for your being and a lot of people they forget that I'm not saying they don't know but they forget it like when you just really sit in your room or something and just praise God and realize what he has done for you you know that is that brings joy in itself and I just really just want to encourage people to seek the Lord more often, to be a disciple for the Lord, because even when it's painful, it's still gonna be, it's still gonna be worth it. It's still gonna be something you can rejoice about because you know you are in the will of God. You know you are fulfilling something bigger than yourself, and that's all you can really ask for. Like you are here for God. Once you accept Jesus Christ. Like, your life belongs to him now. Like, you don't have a control over it. Like, he is supposed to be in charge. And what that means is once you give your life to him, he's in control. But at the same time, it's going to be worth it. And it's going to be... You're going to be in for a ride, but it's going to be worth it. And that can scare people, but... Again, there's a reward for your obedience. And that's something I'm not saying this because I have gone through because I struggle with it, y'all. But there's something that he has told me, like, you know, we have to trust him. We really have to trust him. This is what this journey is all about. We have to have faith in him and we have to trust him, believe in his word and tell other people about his word. I feel like that's kind of the gist of it, but. I know a lot of people can expand on it, but, you know, those four points right there, 
believe in them, trust in them, have faith in them. Like, this is what we need to do. Tell people about his word. And that's what being a disciple is all about. Just sharing the gospel wherever you go. On your job, out at the grocery store, at Walmart, at Target, at Sam's Club, at wherever you go. When you go get your hair done and stuff and y'all be up in that gospel and tell somebody about Jesus, watch them. Look, when you start talking about Jesus in the midst of a whole bunch of gospel people, it changes everything. There are a lot of people don't want to hear what you have to say, but if it's in you, it's going to come out anyway. So, yeah. But, yeah, that is what I have for y'all today. Um, tune in as much as you can. Go back and listen to my podcast. To subscribe if you can, which I know you can. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, leave a comment. I would love your feedback. Email. Look me up on social media. It's there. Okay. Thank you all. Continue to be blessed and prosperous. And I pray that the Lord continues to keep y'all and that your faith continues to grow. And I just pray that the Lord speaks to you. You know, I want the Lord to really show up and show out in your life. I want him to, I want y'all to experience him as I have experienced him. And it's the greatest thing. It's the greatest thing. He is my life and he should be yours. So, yeah. Tune in next time, okay? And listen to these previous podcasts that I have listed on here. Thank you all. Until next time.